Welcome to the When I Am Weak podcast. My name is Bethany Sloan and I am your host. Well, we are heading into the new year um, and as I'm sure you are noticing, I am posting um, an episode in December uh, again before January starts. But um, the reason why I am posting this episode a little bit early is because um, I just want to give my listeners an introduction to a series that I'm going to be doing for the next two months um, for January and February. Um, I'm going to be doing a series on the devil. That's right. We're going to talk about Satan. And I I know that's kind of out of the norm and maybe a little bit weird to some people. Um, but I think it's important and I think there's a lot that we can learn when we... Um, dig into scripture and ask the question, who is Satan? Um, who is the devil? Uh, and what, what is he trying to do? What, what are his schemes? Um, and then also what even more important than all of that, how can we stand against the devil and his schemes? So, um, so today I'm just going to talk about sort of the introduction to um, this series on Satan. When me and my brother were kids, uh, our parents would read chapter books to us, even after we knew how to read. My mom read classic romance books like Little Women and Anne of Green Gables, and my dad would read adventure books like The Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings, uh, the Narnia series. I loved cuddling up on the couch and listening to my parents read to us, even as a preteen. These moments were precious family moments that I will never forget. I remember my dad reading The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe to us one winter when I think I was 11 years old and my brother was nine. We could have read the Narnia series all by ourselves, but there was something special about listening to my dad read the books to us especially since my dad's very theatrical and he's really good at reading stories. In the book, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, there are heroes and villains, just like any good action story. And I don't have time to go through all the details of this story, but there is one particular character in the story who is the villain of all villains, the White Witch. Lucy, one of the human heroes in this story, describes the White Witch. She's per she is a perfectly terrible person, said Lucy. She calls herself the Queen of Narnia, though she has no right to be queen at all. And she can turn people into stone and do all kinds of horrible things. And she has made a magic so that it is always winter in Narnia. Always winter, but it never gets to Christmas. And she drives about on a sled drawn by reindeer with her wand in her hand and a crown on her head. So that's a quote from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Uh, I strongly dislike the months of January and February uh, because they can feel, just as Lucy said, always winter and never Christmas. I love the snow, but I live in the Northwest where it doesn't snow that often. So once Christmas is over, it can feel pretty depressing around here. 
as I was thinking about the month of January and what I should talk about in my podcast this this coming up month, I was reminded of the phrase from Narnia, always winter, but never Christmas. The book, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis is a fictional story. It's a fiction book, but the story is a representation of Jesus, the devil, and the world. So the lion represents Jesus, the witch represents the devil, and the wardrobe um, or the the world of Narnia represents the world. We often hear sermons and messages about Jesus and even the world, but how often do we talk about the devil? It is vitally important to ask the question, what does the Bible say about Jesus? And it is also important to ask, what does the Bible say about the world? We absolutely need to pursue Jesus, lift him higher than anything else, and tell the world about him. But there is also an evil villain in our story. He is the devil, and he is not fictional. Satan is very real. When James says, resist the devil and he will flee from you, in James 4, 7, he's not saying don't acknowledge the existence of the devil and he will flee from you. We tend to have this mindset as Christians that if we ignore the devil, he will ignore us. But this simply isn't true. The word resist in James 4, 7 doesn't mean to ignore. The word resist means to set oneself against. Let me say that again. It means to set oneself against. Resist is an action word. It's like the stance you see one take in a wrestling match. Resist the devil doesn't mean put your hands over your ears and close your eyes. It means put your hands up and push back on the evil that is trying to take you down. It means take action and fight back. Romans 16.20 says, The God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath your feet. We tend to think it's God's job to fight Satan and our job to ignore Satan. But scripture doesn't say that God is going to crush Satan under his feet. Scripture says God is going to crush Satan under your feet. God is going to defeat Satan. And he already is, but, but he's going to use your feet to do so question is, are you ready to be used as a tool by God to crush Satan? Or are you too busy covering your eyes and ears? Apostle Paul puts it this way in 2 Corinthians 2.11, so that no advantage would be taken of us by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his schemes. Scripture is clear that we should not be ignorant of Satan and his schemes. We see another example of this with David and Goliath. If you grew up in church, then you're probably familiar with the story. The story of David and Goliath is found in 1 Samuel 17. We don't have time to read the whole chapter today, but I encourage you to go read it when you have the chance. Basically, this story is about an army who is too afraid to fight their enemy because their enemy has a giant named Goliath who is big and scary. So what do they do? 
they hide and ignore their enemy. But then this kid named David comes out and says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he has dared to defy the armies of the living God? That's 1 Samuel 17, 26. With the help of God, David uses his sling and a couple of stones to kill the giant Goliath and win the war. Satan is just like Goliath, and we God's people have a choice. Hide and ignore him or allow God to use us as a weapon to crush Satan underneath our feet. We can't do this on our own. We need God's help for this job. But we can't just run and hide from the devil either. We need to do our part and fight the enemy because we serve the living God. We are a part of his army. And who is this Satan that he dares to defy the army of the living God? That should be our attitude. A similar ending occurs in the book, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. If you've never read the book or seen the movie, then I suggest you cover your ears for this spoiler. At the end of this story, Aslan the lion, who represents Jesus, kills the witch, who represents the devil. But before Aslan kills the witch, one of the human boys named Edmund destroys the witch's power by crushing her wand. We are like Edmund. We won't be able to destroy the devil all by ourselves but we can destroy his power in our lives. Ephesians 6.10 says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. And 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be on the alert, your ad- adversary. That's a hard word to say. Um, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. The devil is constantly scheming against God and his people. Scripture tells us to be alert and to stand against the devil's schemes. But how are we going to do that if we never talk about him? Avoiding the devil is not the best way to stand against him and his schemes. We benefit from learning who the devil is and what his strategies are. David figured out where Goliath's weak spot was. He aimed his sling and shot a rock right at that weak spot. We need to figure out who the devil is and what his weak spots are. What is his weakness? So that we can aim our sling and hit the devil right in his weak spot. That's exactly what we're going to do in this series. For the next two months, we're going to go through a series on the devil. Who is the devil? What are his schemes? And how can we stand against him? So I invite you, join me over the next few months as we dig through scripture and learn about the devil and his evil schemes. You won't want to miss this.